And now, time to get in the huddle with your host, Charles Prodger Ritchie, here on the Mass Steel Podcast. Hey, you blink, I'll cut your eyelids off. Don't you blink. Let's go. You get where you feel like you can rush the quarterback. You understand? Rush the quarterback. Do you have room in the trophy for another one there? You got six of them. Now you're the winningest franchise in NFL history. We'll make room. And welcome, everybody, to this special edition here of the Mouse Steel Podcast. Here with me, Charles Prouds of Richie. And once again, it's a pleasure to be joined by a very special guest uh, near and dear to my heart. One of the special I know from uh, We Are Regal Radio. As you can see right here on the screen right now, we're streaming live on the Metal Steel Podcast. I am joined uh, to the left of me, you can see right there, Josh Hicks. He is a senior writer for We Are Regal Radio. Then, of course, at the bottom right there, you also got a fairly newcomer right there who's also been uh, recently contributing, from my understanding. We also got Drew Stevens right there. You can follow them on social media, beginning with uh, Josh, which he is also a fill-in uh does some fill-in spots for 670 to score and CLTV sports feed from time to time. You can follow Josh on Twitter at jhicks042. For Instagram, it is at thatguyjoshhicks. Drew, he can be followed on universally on Twitter and Instagram at his mind on paper. And uh, we got a lot to get into uh, today uh, for this show. Uh, and I felt one of the topics of the weekend, fellas. I uh, hope you guys had a beautiful fourth, having a great weekend, staying healthy. How you guys been? Nice. How about you, Drew? Please tell us a little bit about yourself. I know we uh, just recently uh, met. Uh, yeah, just a second real quickly. Uh, expand, like, what you do. I know you written for, you're just writing for We Are Regal Radio. And you did some other stuff for another company you were telling me. Feel free to uh, introduce yourself a little bit more. Sure. Um, I met Kyle uh, at SIU. Right. Um, both work in school paper down there. Ended up kind of breaking away from journalism altogether, and I'm in my uh, another field right now, uh, physical therapy. Been writing here and there, and Kyle saw that I was kind of posting some and asked me if I would be interested in contributing to the uh, Regal Radio. And long story short, I'm you know grateful for the opportunity to be here with you guys and be writing, contributing to a great website, a great team of guys. Yeah, that's one thing I'll definitely attest to about Kyle. Definitely had the pleasure, like, uh, one of my first opportunities, too, in my earlier uh, careers right there. It was a pleasure. I used to uh, write some blogs for uh, the NFC North when uh, they were still in studio at Illinois Musical, Chicagoland Sports Radio. They were with the Dean Davis crew right there, Dean Davis show. And um, one thing I could definitely attest to about him, if there's one thing I'll always be proud about him, it's always accountability and continuity right there. Uh, you guys definitely built up a palace right there, real big family right there. Um, just real quickly before we move on a little bit to the hot button topic, I do want to pass this on a little bit. I'm sure you guys already heard too. We'll get into this in our time, but congratulations and shout out to Patrick Mahomes, who's probably arguably one of the faces of the NFL, in my opinion, right there. 
doing some well good thing. I think he's a well good spokesperson for social justice, Black Lives Matters, a true representative, winning the MVP in his first year of the Super Bowl the next year in his third season right there. He's going to be having 10-year extension that will keep him locked up for the 2031 season. Uh, $40 million per year, over $400 million. Uh, they said the contract could be up to about uh, 400 and uh Make 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 take advantage deal from four hundred seventy seven million to five hundred three million. That is according to Adam Schefter right there. Cool, uh, congratulations to him. But we will come back to him a little bit later on. But first, I want to get into this topic. Uh, one thing is, uh, you know, when I was with uh, We Are Regal Radio at uh, Dean Davis right there, one of the big sensitive things I know we used to kind of go a little bit back and forth on. Took me a hard time understanding this, but. Washington Redskins team right there. And I know uh, Ken, who I used to, like, uh, we still keep in touch with. He was one of the first persons who I heard out of his mouth and called, like, yo, the slurs. I'm like, like, who, who are you referring to? I thought he was saying the Spurs at one sec, but then, you know, when we got into it a little bit more, it was actually the Washington Redskins team. Uh, right now, I, I gotta be honest with you guys. I don't know about anyone else, but what do you guys think was the foul straw that broke the camel's back, the momentum that finally got this uh, for Dan Snyder to finally come out of the closet and say, you know what? You know, it's time to reevaluate this name, possibly thinking some changes. It's not a done deal just yet, but Ron Rivera seems to be a nice right-hand man since coming over to taking that job right there. As you know, he's one of the first, like uh, the few fan coaches left in this league as a head coach coming over from Carolina. What do you guys really feel like that did it? Do you guys think it was like more so like a, a George Floyd murder this past month? Or would you say possibly I, in my mind, I think it was more so Nike that pushed it over. Not just like being in their own state, but when you got to constantly lose money like Nike, your biggest product in the NFL right there that sells your jerseys, merchandise, say we can't do business anymore with that team. I think that was a foul straw. I'd like to hear your guys' argument, whichever one of you first. Um, I think it was a combination, Josh, if you don't mind me going first. I think it was a combination. I don't think one could have necessarily happened without the other. Uh, but I definitely think the nail was driven home when money was at stake. When, when Nike spoke out and representatives from FedEx spoke out when you know, Dan Snyder had to kind of measure his hardline stance on keeping the, the Redskins nickname against financial gain. At that point, it's kind of like, this is the time to do it. If there's no other time, this is the time for it to happen. Josh? Nah, you, nah, you hit it right on the head. Um, I mean, money talks BS walks, right? So when you have these top tier clientele and companies like FedEx and Nike basically putting down, putting their foot down and saying, hey, 15 to $20 billion you can lose out on because we're serious about making the changes that you guys haven't, haven't been seriously about. And quite frankly, they already did this research before. If, I haven't mis- if I'm not mistaken, they've done this before and they came to the conclusion that, you know what? We don't even need to change the name. We think it's okay to say the Native American people, we don't, they don't, if we had enough surveys to basically say that, you know, it's not, it's not worth changing the name, it's not offensive, we'll keep the name as is. But the fact, like, well, like Drew mentioned, the combination of the fact that you have all, right. all these mass killings taking place, and then you have um, the protest, the Black Lives Matter outburst, 
NFL players taking uh, taking the stand that they did. And now we got to the deal, finally joining the, joining the movement and saying, you know what, Black Lives Matter, we have to support our players. And it's become now, and because of, because of all that heated attention, you got three minority owners, not just from stakes within FedEx, but also within the team, the franchise itself, talking about, you know what, we're gonna sell our own stock so that someone else can buy it, because at the end of the day, you don't support our movement. Like, like Drew said, money talks. It makes you want to really certainly consider that original process that you originally had to make sure your money stays in place. So, they, and I think Stephen A. Smith mentioned it on first take. Dan Snyder, he's not, he's, he, he, may, he may be um, incoherent to realities of life, but he ain't stupid when it comes to his money. So when that when that text came, when that, when this came through, best believe he thought about the feather. You know what? I may be losing six hundred twenty billion dollars. Nah, I'll change his name real quick. It's okay. We'll change his name one time for the one time. And we'll be good. And I think overall, it's it's gonna work out for the betterment of the NFL. Yeah, and, that, and that's the thing. Why I go back to it too, because I would like to figure it this way. I just think like if it was really so much more about social justice and Black Lives Matter, this is what happened years ago. He would like really had a conscious heart to heart but I just really feel like when you constantly gotta be like have people like yo avenues slamming down shut let me just put it to you this way think of it like if you're at a event or a sports game and you're one of those goofballs that's acting up you know causing a, a real scene and it's disturbing others and so you got people around you telling you to shut the bleep up you know what I'm saying and then like you still keep doing your thing it's one thing like once you actually see like someone from security come in there and start walking towards you, kind of like this case was a Washington Redskins team, right there. It's like where like when you have like Nike pulling out your own stadium, like saying you know what we're gonna bail on you if you if you guys do not change this. And on top of that, they still want to return back to the district once their contract runs out for the stadium for 2027, which they have been there, which would be like 30 year deal basically. So. I think once that happened, like once Nike, yeah, it was a combination of both, but I just feel like that was the thing that tipped it, and it's just like, you just cannot keep bleeding out, like, millions upon millions, because who's to say if the commissioner and the other owners will probably had to have, like, a meeting with Dan Snyder, who's to say he wouldn't have been bought out and forced out of that organization? That'd be my only concern because right there, you just cannot be losing profit like that. And that affects everybody's piece of the pie when you see, wait a minute, it's like you're not pulling your weight here. What's your retort to that? I mean, you can do that, but the NFL won't. Uh, I don't think the NFL will get to that point where they're going to try to outright buy out an owner just to create their financial gain because either way it goes, then whether you like it or not, he's been one of the richest owners that actually helped bring the NFL tons of money. So because of that, you can't get rid of a source like that unless it's completely detrimental to against the NFL standings, which over the time frame, the NFL is slowly but surely actually finally catching up to the reality. They haven't always been on the right side of social justice. So for this to take place, it's gonna take a long time for the NFL to fully grasp on board, and it won't be on board unless you have all the owners backing up the commissioner and backing up the players that are leading these initiatives. And unfortunately right now, that's not the case. There's still there's still a divide to where owners have their own thoughts and viewpoints on certain social justice issues that counteract what the players are fighting for. 
So because of that, I don't think there's going to be an opportunity where the NFL is going to overthrow them, especially since the owners are paying the commissioner. The commissioner's not going to sit there and have a meeting and say, you know what, you're not doing your part, you're going to overthrow them. If anything, they're going to overthrow Roger and find somebody else to take that spot because he's the one that's making the money. He's the one that works for them. So the owners have some, but so the owners with the fact that they have so much power, in order to overthrow something like that, the owners got to pull, all the owners got to pull their weight and think of against these injustices and really put Snyder, push him to the point where if he doesn't really want to get on board, they have to make the call to get rid of him. And quite frankly, I don't see that happening within the NFL. So your best option is to do is to force them to change the name. And when you have high representatives, especially minority representatives, representing these top tier companies with that much influence, that much money, and that much power, you have to listen. And Snyder's finally listening to something that he hasn't listened to for all these years. So let me, for with that being said, then what's your is there any concern al from you guys from like north american sports uh like the domino effect or the ripple effect right here can we see possibly some other teams with some native american franchises i mean dan snyder's gonna be like uh more than likely changing his name do you see him pulling out like a a little like uh, a hypocrite like type of you know, like bias, like, you know, like, wait a minute, if I got to change my name, what about these other franchises, like Florida, Seminole, Florida State Seminoles, Blackhawks, Chiefs? Do you see any teams in future time if the Indians are starting to uh, join force? A team who's actually had that name for 105 years, early 20th century. Possibly the Indians, um, but just because the, the Redskins name carries such a derogatory meaning behind it and some of these other names don't quite have that much uh, inflammatory nature behind them. I don't know if like the Seminoles or the Blackhawks would be as as pressed to, to change their team nicknames. I know there was a little bit of a push for the Blackhawks to change their nicknames, is that right? Um, but like I said, just because the, the Redskins are just, it's, it's so bad. It's yeah. so much far, far beyond some of these other team nicknames. I don't, I don't know that it necessarily will open up Pandora's box um, in the way that you just, the question you just posed. So, with that being said, what nicknames do you like uh, coming for, like, the replacement at Washington franchise? We're looking at uh, Odd Shark right now. I know they're still considered the seven most uh, valuable NFL franchise, according to Forbes, raking in a nice $3.4 billion. So, it's not like they're losing that much money, but for ramifications out in the future, we got a list of names like the Presidents, the Generals, the Lincolns, the Americans, the Kings, Memorials. The Capitals, which is similar to the Washington Capitals of the NHL. The Veterans. Uh, another one that's really surprised. I don't think I would be on board with is the Jeffersons, Roosevelt's, Monuments, and Arlington's. If I had my way, I had two suggestions I would think of for like uh, the Washington franchise. Year one, go back to like where it all began when you had for that one lone season, the Washington Braves. Or I would do maybe like the Washington Warriors. Or if you want to do something out of the box, the DC Knights. I mean, even though you do have Batman, the animated series, with Warner Brothers and DC Comics, you could call them the DC Knights, something a little bit more admirable and respectable, especially in the times we're living in. And so, what does this do for, like, right now, when we try and push for social justice? So, you got, like, an alternate name, and how much does this help the cause? 
I mean, hey, I mean, I actually like the DC Knights name that you picked up. It's very creative. Like, I didn't, you wouldn't put two and two together unless you actually know the comic history. So, because of that, the DC Knights, I actually messed with that name. So, that's a good job. I messed with that. That was that out of the list. That was out of the box on my mind, just to put y'all out there. I'll, I'll own that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it was, it was very creative. But for me, I would be very hesitant at this point because of the fact that social justice did a protest and um, the discussion is so high, it's, it's so um, hot right now. It's such a hot spot topic and a sensitive issue. I would be very uh, cognizant of naming any name, book on it after anything political. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like you're talking about the Jeffersons, Generals. Um, I forgot the other names that are there, like Capitals and things of that sort. President Charles, you're definitely thinking back to times of the war, people could make an argument and twist that. Right, yeah, so that's, see, I would be very cognizant of that. So something simple like the Warriors that you mentioned, like that would be maybe an ideal name for them. Um, something like, something along those lines that isn't always so political. And even to piggyback to that point, um, talking about other names that are other franchises that were around, not just the NFL, but in sports in general. Like you mentioned the Indian, Black Hawks. If you want to be technical, people are going to question the Patriots now. I mean, yeah. The Patriot is someone that you're going to, according to the definition of the Patriots, is, you know, someone that's fighting and defending what's theirs, defending their country. But you want to be technical, black people, we had this country. Yeah. I mean, they, it was overtaken. They actually brought us from our own country to right. build there. That's, what, that's the concept of slavery. So when you talk about slavery, we were dragged here. You have black people representing a country or a team with a term that is derogatory against blacks technically because this wasn't our founding country. We did, we did not originate here. We were dragged here. We were drawn here unwillingly to build, to build a country that was, that is what we have as of America today. So people can technically question the Patriots name too. It, it, it's, it's anything political from a name perspective at this point is gonna be very sensitive. And if you're not sensitive to that topic, you will get some hash, some some hash, uh, hashback or uh, or you know flashback from any of those type of terms. And if you're not ready to fight that, you know you're gonna be up and on some names for some names for years to come. Even past what we're dealing with now with the with the Redskins and the Indians, it's gonna be a continuous topic, especially the more America stays woke. You know, of course, stays woke regarding these social justice issues and topics. Jo- uh, One name. Yeah. Go ahead. I was gonna say one uh, one name I wish was getting more play is uh, the Red Tails, kind of an ode to uh, the Airmen in World War Two. Yeah, but I know that's probably gonna be it's too much all at once. That's, that's... <laughs> <laughs> but then again, you also got I think once again, like what's also gonna stand out more too. I mean, yeah, this is an alternate nickname, but at the same time, what's gonna also help? pocketbooks at the end of the day I mean business wise what's gonna like really turn some heads I mean it's respectable it's a lot cleaner but at the end of the day I think the bottom line I think unfortunately we'll get this ugly head in that one